everyone, and welcome to Tea with Coco. This week, I want to talk about a little bit of romance, and not necessarily romance between two people, but romance in your everyday life. I recently had a discussion with a friend on the little things that we can do every day and that she noticed I do every day that make life a little bit more romantic and that we should take the time to do that for ourselves and make every day romantic, not just special occasions. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'll go through my top 10 ways to make every day romantic. So being romantic, I think when we generally think about romance, we have these images that come to at least my mind of roses and wine, carriage rides in the park, basically the hallmark version that we've been given. And and not that that's not romantic, those things are romantic, but I recently had a friend who was staying with us while here in town with a conference, make an observation about how our life can be romantic and some of the things that she noticed I was doing and how for her, that was also very romantic. And it was such an interesting notion for me because it wasn't a term I had ever associated with everyday habits. And while I think European habits that I've talked about previously in the podcast can be romantic, that every day and the little things that we do, how that also inspires this sense of romance and how it can then permeate into every aspect of our life. So if you haven't seen our articles on 10 European habits you should adopt or why I eat at the table, Go ahead and check those out on CocoLikeChanel.com. I'll be referencing some of the things that I've talked about previously in those articles and on previous podcasts. Great to kind of dig a little bit deeper into those very special points that I'm going to make. But I, I wanted to talk about the top 10 things that I really do every day and how my friend pointed out to me the romance in it, and it really changed my perspective and enjoyment of them. Because romance isn't just between couples or two people or many people, it is also with yourself. And that's something I had never thought about before. So I have spent the last couple of days post my friend leaving, curating my list of habits that help me dial up the daily dose of romance I have. So I'll go through my top 10 and let me know yours please feel free to write us in at info at CocoLikeChanel.com and we can do a follow-up on this if anyone has some great tips uh, expanding on mine on how to make their life romantic. All right, number one, I have talked about before in one of the blogs that we did, the 10 European habits you should adopt, but quality pajamas. And I understand a lot of people just want to throw on shorts and a t-shirt and head to bed. I have never been one of those people, but I get it. But if you're going to go and sleep in bed with your lover or by yourself, why would you not want to invest in a nice pair of romantic nightgowns or pajamas, nightwear? Yeah, I know. I'm saying get dressed up to go to bed. But you might be surprised on how it changes the energy of the room, the bed, and who knows, maybe even your dreams. For me, when I feel seductive, when I feel romantic, and it's not necessarily having 
lingerie or a teddy on every night when you go to sleep. It can be a very modest but still romantic, it's a beautiful word for it, romantic uh, sleepwear. It is something that should be romantic. It is the time that we're spending healing ourselves, rejuvenating ourselves, you know, playing with others and feeling good and feeling romantic in that space on a daily basis, I think is really important. And it's something that in, in Europe, the idea of going to bed, spraying perfume on, wearing your jewelry to bed for sweet dreams. It's a saying in French that if you wear your jewelry to bed, you'll have sweet dreams. But I, that idea of getting dressed up to go to bed, I have always liked it. I've always enjoyed it and give it a try. Let me know how it makes you feel. My number two is right after we wake up from our romantic night's sleep. And that's waking up slowly and actually having a morning. And I know I can hear all of the moms yelling at me right now. Uh, my alarm goes off. My kids are screaming. Lunches have to be made. I, I wish I could say I get it, but I don't. I don't have kids. I don't get it. But I think at least once a week, if you're not able to swing it every day, having a morning and actually understanding the start of your day and how that sets the tone for the rest of your day and wanting that to be romantic. So try it. Get up, make a wonderful pot of French press coffee or tea. Great post and podcast about coffee if you want to know more. Sit down in your amazing romantic pajamas. Put on a wonderful station. I like classical music in the morning, so Claude Debussy is usually what I put on. And I like to sit in my chair that faces east where the sun rises and watch as it bathes the room in light and warmth and how the light changes and how the room changes and how I change as a result of it. Those little moments, those little tiny moments where we're stopping and appreciating the changes and the subtleties of our day. It's a very romantic thing. Light and warmth is very romantic. And we'll talk about candlelight in a little while, but the biggest candlelight of them all, the sun, <laughs> um, gosh, that was a bad joke, um, is, is also something that can be quite beautiful to watch and set the tone of your day. Speaking of which, the, the nature of the world, my third romantic suggestion would be to take a 10-minute walk and turn off the audiobooks and podcasts. I love them too. Don't text and walk, which I have also done, or check emails and walk, or be on the phone and walk, but just take 10 minutes, go around the block, go to the park, and listen to the world. I know it sounds weird, but the the romance of nature, the trees, the wind, the leaves, the, the world around you, it's quite alluring and it does make you feel more of a part of it and peace and love and, and sensuality and connection. And it's a great way to stop and have a moment of wellness very quickly in the middle of your day. And I think as you're walking down the street as well and you are just basking in the world, people often don't understand that. And, you know, I've, I've noticed as I've been walking and smiling, no phone in hand, no headphones and ears that people look at me and smile back. 
And again, it's that connection um, of romance that you have with each other. Even if it's just for a moment, even if it's just a stranger, it's, it's a beautiful thing to have. A joie de vivre, as they would say in French. Ah, oh, number four, one of my favorite things to do. When my friend pronounced uh, that my life was very romantic or asked me if I always lived my life this romantically is, is actually what she asked. We were sitting by the fireside after a wonderful meal, having a glass of wine and some dark chocolate. And it's something I do quite frequently. If you guys have read the post about chocolate, um, you'll understand my love of dark chocolate, my Audrey Hepburn habit, as I call it, because she always had a piece of chocolate in the afternoon and how that is a beautiful break for me and a wonderful close to a meal or, or to an afternoon. And, you know, I, I responded to her. I was like, well, I, I never thought of it as romantic, but I mean, there's candlelight, there's wine, there's chocolate, there's music. I'm sitting with friends and my husband. And again, it was a reprogramming of my mind and what that word meant. And those are such simple things to do. I, I think it's, it's something that we forget how simple it is to enjoy something luscious and something sweet or, you know, or savory. I cheese after a meal, I think is equally as romantic and I love cheese more than pretty much anything in the world, <laughs> but taking time, eating slowly, enjoying it, eating with your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. I think that's the sensuality of food. And that's especially the sensuality of chocolate. Number five, cultivating a soundtrack for your life. I think in a lot of my blog posts and definitely on the podcast, I talk about the different stations I listen to and the different music I listen to during the day. I like classical in the morning with the sunrise, jazz or soft rock or French cafe music while I work, Billie Holiday while I cook, and Louis Armstrong while I eat. You know, find the songs or the artists or the stations and genres that add flavor, that flavor of romance to your daily activities. And it's the soundtrack of your life. And it should be romantic. It should be an addition it should make everything more exciting and pleasurable. And I think that's definitely what music does. So find your stations and then set yourself up for success. Put speakers around the house, um, Alexas or whatever, and make sure that you have wonderful music playing throughout your day. What's more romantic than Billie Holiday while you cook? Nothing, I'm pretty sure. Or unless it's Louis Armstrong while you eat. <laughs> One of the two. So number six, let the conversation be the entertainment. It is one of the simplest pleasures in life. Sitting with a friend, a lover, or yourself and having that be the entertainment. I know there is a million amazing shows on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, etc., press the pause button, put on some jazz, light a candle, pour a glass of wine, talk to each other, or have a conversation with yourself in a good book. It is something that brings out these very ideological discussions, these deep discussions, these fun and frivolous discussions, interconnection, love, romance, 
let it be the entertainment. I promise you're entertaining enough. If I'm entertaining enough, you're entertaining enough. And if not, pour yourself another glass of wine and you will be. So talk to each other. Set the mood for it with candles and music and wine, but talk to each other. I think you'll be surprised how freaking hilarious you are. Number seven, invest in a beautiful robe. Like silk, cashmere, velvet, jersey, whatever. I always think of the images of those old Hollywood movie stars and all of the nighttime scenes when they're all in their dressing gowns and robes and high heels, which you don't have to do. I have black and brown ballet flats that I basically live in 24-7 and just feel, feel the material, feel put together, even if you're not wearing anything underneath. You'll feel more special, more romantic. I'm telling you, my silk robe, when I put it on and I'm cooking dinner and it's loosely tied and I have Billie Holiday and a glass of wine, that is pretty damn romantic. Can't believe I didn't think of that before (laughs) to describe it. Oh, number eight. Candlelight is romantic light. Barring my very bad joke about the sun aside, (laughs) candlelight is romantic light. It is is the most effective way to set the mood. So set yourself up for success. Put candlesticks on your table, use them. Have beautiful or seasonal candles on your coffee table, in your bathroom, on your bedside table, on your kitchen, anywhere. It is the best way to make you feel romantic. The soft liquoring light is flattering and calming and it also makes you appreciate the changes in the light and the mood that it creates. It almost is an equalizer in that way. And I I think we're all moths just drawn to the flame as well. There's something that makes you look at it, that makes you want to look at other people, that doesn't make you want to turn the television on and have that bright white light coming at you like a fluorescent, but that does help cultivate conversation and romance. So light a candle. Number nine, the home spa. I've talked about this a little bit um, in previous posts on the blog, but self-care is being romantic with yourself. I mean, taking a bubble bath in your candlelight with your favorite station, scrubbing, shaving, washing, taking the time to take self-care seriously as part of your daily life. Drying off, slowly lotioning your body, you know, scented or unscented, doesn't matter. It is the process of taking care of you. And we all know that when you feel taken care of, you're better equipped to take care of others. So make it a romantic thing that you can enjoy between you and you. Or if you want to go the Barbara Streisand, A Star is Born method, you could take baths together. Oh, and Meryl Streep and Out of Africa too. There are some great Hollywood couple bath scenes, but even if it's just you and John Mayer on the radio, that's good enough. And if you're me, Belle sitting right outside the bathtub, ready for me to get out and put lotion on my legs so that she can lick them. For some reason, dogs love the lotion. So enjoy it. Take care of yourself and feel like it's a romantic thing to do because it is. It's giving yourself love. 
All right, the final one, the crux of everything. You all know my favorite time of day, mealtimes. Oh, one of the most romantic things you can do is share a meal with friends, family, or lovers. So make it something that you can do quickly and easily and enjoyably. Invest in a good picnic basket for romantic outings. I have one that I love that is a backpack, but you it's insulated on the inside and it has a little cheese board and a knife and little salt and pepper shakers and a full set of cutlery and plates and wine glasses that are plastic and napkins and a insulated detachable wine holder so that you can enjoy a a nice cold bottle of wine. But I mean, it's amazing. You grab a thing of brie and a thing of cheese and a bottle of wine. And within five minutes, you can have an extraordinarily romantic, planned, prepared outing uh, with yourself, a friend or a lover. So why not? Why would you not do that? It changes the entire feeling of it. You just feel like you're doing something romantic, a picnic in the park, by the bay, in your own backyard. Why not? And, you know, and I've talked about setting my table before, how much I love doing that. Um, if you haven't read the post of why I eat at the table, go ahead and do that. It's, it's definitely fun if for no other reason than to make fun of me and my crazy neuroses. But invest in beautiful table settings. These do not have to be expensive. I have gotten some at home goods before. I have gotten some handed down. It's Bed Bath and Beyond. I mean, there are very easy ways to do it. I always have my placemats on my table and candlesticks on my table with one of the long lighters ready to go, a beautiful centerpiece and napkin holders, napkins, those little things. I mean, they really do make it feel like a meal. They make it feel like something special. And that is what creates the romance. And for you, if it's, you know, you by yourself, you know, the romance of the meal for you, but also if you, if you're with someone, it, it's almost like going out to eat because you have these accoutrements around you, these little bits of, of reminding you that this is important. This is time that we're supposed to share together in candlelight with Louis Armstrong playing and a wonderful meal. So if you can't get there every night, uh, I understand, but try, you'll want to, you know, when your table is beautiful and set, all you'll want to do is stay and sit there and others will too. So please, I'm begging all of you, spend time enjoying yourself, live your life. That's what it's supposed to be for. And if we don't take a moment to think about how to do things like make everyday romantic and enjoy simple pleasures and make things as beautiful as we can, then what the heck is the point? I sure as hell don't know. So it's interesting to to be retrospective and to look back on your day and think about how it is romantic or, you know, lack thereof. But do me a favor and and really examine your day. And I think the biggest fear we have is that we don't have enough time to get everything done. But what if we think about it as time to live? And if what we want to do is have time to live, then these small moments of self 
love, of setting up for romance, of taking time to enjoy the moment, the evening, the morning, the afternoon coffee, the sounds of the world. I I just don't know what the point of anything is if it's not to enjoy those moments. And I get that people are busy and jobs are stressful, but if you can watch the sunset with a glass of wine and a cheese board that you put together in five minutes by grabbing a thing of brie at Trader Joe's and a great bread, that is something we all have time to do and it's something that we all should do because it's going to be those little moments that add up to what we remember. You won't remember that you missed that soccer practice for your kid. You won't remember that you didn't read all of the emails and have your inbox cleaned out at the end of the day that night, but you will remember the wonderful dinner you had with friends and family. You will remember the walk that you took and saw the sunset. You will remember the picnic by the ocean with your friend. And I hope that we are setting our lives up to be a curation of memories of moments like that. And I am going to try to think about the small romantic moments that I have set up in my life and how I can incorporate more of them every day. Because they are the things that make my life worth living. And sharing them with others is a lanyap in and of itself. So I hope you all enjoyed my list of top 10 ways to live a romantic life. I know that I try to end every episode with a little lanyap, and since I think I said the word wine about 500 times in this past podcast, (laughs) talking about being romantic, I guess I just go straight to wine. I thought I would give you guys a little bit um, more on my staples that I have every day, and they're not expensive, um, but these are the things that I do spend my money on um, that are my little romantic gestures every day. I uh, do love red wine at night, and I try to find anything that says San Giovese on it. It's a region in northern Italy that uses Galliano grapes. There actually is a Trader Joe's house brand that says Sangiovese on it in the Italian wine section, and I think it's $5, but it is quite drinkable table wine um, for, for every day, and they have a couple of other varieties, but that's one in particular that I enjoy. Um, I really also love for rosé um the Côte de Rose with the beautiful rose bottom glass um and it's about you know, 12 13 dollars depending on where you get it wonderful to have especially in the summer as the sun is setting or on the beach eh, i think the second most used word is probably cheese <laughs> um and brie is definitely my favorite um it's so transformative I um, you know, try to find a double cream um, or triple cream as much as possible because I like the spreadability. I quite enjoy honey with my brie and um, fruit, apples especially. Uh, I think make a nice tart combination there. 
for that, um, although I would eat it by itself as well, no problem. No problem at all. But it's something that's so easy um, to nibble on and uh, to, to share. And it's just a very romantic cheese, too. I mean, just brie. Cheddar isn't as romantic as brie, right? Camembert, brie. The spreadable cheeses are a little bit more romantic. I hadn't, hadn't really thought about it before. And I think the third most used word, although it might be tied for a second, was chocolate. And you guys all know I love finding a great chocolatier, but if you are in a pinch, the sea salt dark chocolate covered almonds at Trader Joe's is pretty much a staple in my house. And I love that combination of salt and chocolate and nut. It is absolutely gorgeous. So those are just a few of the things that I have in my house pretty much at all times that do help make my everyday a little bit more romantic and I hope they do the same to yours. All right, that is it for this week's episode of Tea with Coco. I am Coco Lynch now. Please remember to laissez le bon temps rouler and have a great day.